Welcome to Titanic Minute, uh, your podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined, as always, through this entire voyage, my good friend, Joe. Hi. And <laughs> and my good friend, Duff. Ahoy. Okay. Uh, uh, we're on minute one, guys. Minute one. Uh, no, nothing, the, nothing happens. Well... Uh, we, well, we have to talk about it anyways. That's yeah. how this works. Uh, in this minute, we see footage of Titanic leaving Southampton. Uh, but before we get to that, guys, we see the uh, Paramount logo. Um, and in minute zero, I promised fun facts throughout the podcast, and I have one to start us out. Do it. Uh, we see the Paramount logo because we are watching the U.S. domestic version International audiences saw the 20th Century Fox logo. Oh, yeah, I think it, think I remember this. Yeah, because it's a co-production between the two, which we can dig into more. But uh, yeah, so if you watch this internationally, you you know it wasn't the Paramount, which is kind of wild. And I think the reason for that, and I was thinking about this, is well, this was a famously. Uh, troubled production and i'm sure we'll get well into that yes and i don't know who had it first if it was fox or paramount but yeah so i think at some point in the production where it just looked like a you know a heaven's gate type uh <laughs> disaster i think it whoever had it first said hey paramount or hey fox james cameron has gone off the deep end if we if you put up some of the money you can have foreign distribution rights and maybe we can salvage this thing yeah you're right the it was uh 20th century fox and paramount pictures and they originally were like hey you know we did braveheart together and that worked really well so let's do that again let's uh split the budget down the middle and they agreed to split the budget which at the time was estimated to be at 109 million dollars um and so they they split the budget but then paramount just started to panic because they were like seeing just the cost and i think they went to uh the studio which i mean we'll get into but like it's just massive production and so they panic and they're like we, we got to back out we don't want to do this and they eventually agreed to um split it 50 50 with a max of half of 130 million so essentially paramount said we're not paying over 65 million the budget gets past 130 fox you got to deal with it and <laughs> And so it was a pretty good deal for Paramount because the tw- and was it 210 for the final budget? That sounds about right. Yeah. So, uh, of course, you know Paramount gets the opening logo on domestic, and they paid for well less than half the movie. Uh, the interesting thing is, um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's kind of it's not really supposed to be out there, but this wasn't the Paramount. You know, the traditional Paramount intro wasn't supposed to be how this film opened no how was james cameron like (laughs) kind of did a special one you know yeah and the mountain was replaced by an iceberg and then the stars that kind of float from the sky kind of form the shape of a ship and crash into it (laughs) and then 
uh, then the movie just ends. <laughs> and it costs two hundred and ten million dollars. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So the studio asked him to recut it, and then uh, it ended up being about three hours long. I I will say this. Uh, so this this opening credit sequence that we see it has two titles before we see the title of the movie and and that's it and that is 20th Century Fox and Paramount Pictures which we've discussed and also Lightstorm Entertainment which is James Cameron's production company uh, how how much restraint did James Cameron have to show to not put his name in the opening of this movie well he's a very restrained person so. <laughs> yeah. Is probably part of one of his divorce settlements. <laughs> uh, we will get well into James Cameron's love life in this podcast, I'm sure. Yes. Um, so on the screen, on the actual screen, before we see anything, we actually hear uh, some of the Titanic music. We hear the woman singing that, ooh, I don't know why. I, uh, please, I'm sorry, Rob, can you try that again? I cannot try it. There's no way. Did you just the say ooh. singing that ooh? <laughs> that ooh. Yeah, she's doing that ooh sound that we hear through the whole movie. Which... <laughs> you, you, you sound like a white classic rock singer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you know what, Do you know what I thought of? I thought of the, the Leonard Skinner song, That Smell, where they're like, ooh, that smell. Yeah, that's smell. What I, exactly what I was referencing there. <laughs> didn't realize until recently and uh doff i'm sure you you know you're our titanic expert here that was not celine dion's voice we hear there no i i don't know who is it no is. i looked i looked it up but I, I, it wasn't someone i yeah. heard of it's like a norwegian woman i think um oh, do you someone guys who, you, someone who worked for scale <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> do you know that this is the highest selling classical music album of all time yes it's, isn't that stupid it's <laughs> a lot. I'm looking it up now. How many copies did this? Over sell? 30 million. Over 30 million worldwide. It's one of the top selling albums of all time, Joe. Is it just because of the Celine Dion song? Um, uh, I mean, that's part of it. It's a good soundtrack. I yeah, own it. It's okay. It's uh, it has its moments. It's um, a lot of ooze. Has, yes, uh, the the ooze. <laughs> the ooze are very 90s. It has this very. I yeah. mean, this, it's very like Enya, new wavy or new agey. Uh, what's the? You remember those like pure yeah. mood CDs? Yeah, yeah, and then like Lord of the like Lord of the Rings had that too. Yeah. Yes. So this it's very much of its time, late nineties, uh, kind of female vocal warbling. <laughs> warbling, ooh. The James ooh, Horner, the Rob composer, did a lot of really cool movies though. Yeah, he's, and a lot uh, of really lame movies as well. But that's sort of the nature of the job. Yeah, uh, uh, his soundtrack for Aliens is really cool. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of uh, Star Trek II: Wrath of Khan. He did mm, that. That's also good. Wow, he did that as well. Yeah, yeah I, I think that was that. his first like big movie. Huh. Oh yeah, sure enough. In 48 Hours, that same year. Big year. Yeah. I, I mean, box office wise, those were two really big movies. Um. Oh, and Commando, Joe. He did the soundtrack to Commando. Yeah, he worked in a lot of different genres. Pretty cool. Too bad he. Uh, passed I know he did Apollo thirteen. Ago. Yeah, it is sad he passed away. That was a couple Wasn't years. Wasn't it ago. A, a plane crash or something? Or? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, after we hear our ooze, guys, we see some footage of Titanic leaving Southampton. Um, that is not real footage of Titanic. 
nope. I think. Um, it is just, uh, you know, <clears throat> footage that was shot for other scenes of the movie that I was, uh, I learned James Cameron was struggling on what to do with uh, the opening for this movie. And uh, towards pretty late in the editing process, had decided to like sit down and like watch a bunch of movies that he said were similar. Um, so I don't really know like what those are. I guess we could speculate on what other movies he decided to watch, but he watched a bunch of movies that he thought would be similar in tone and then ultimately decided to do this for the opening, which is just sort of like this, uh, you know, hymn to the sea music that's playing with the uh, footage of people waving goodbye. His initial plan was just a close up of his face looking right at the audience <laughs> with a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this yeah, is actually he... my favorite minute of the movie because nobody's talking. <laughs> so there's no dialogue. <laughs> I think uh, our listeners will 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 learn as we go through this that Joe is skeptical. Joe, uh, I, I on... just I just think he's a bad writer. So I... no one's talking, and that's good. I writing the dialogue is, what he's is worst definitely at. a bad writer. Yeah, well, I was going to yeah. talk about that more later this week when he when people start talking. But oh it, yeah, it immediately. It, yes. It, well, well, I'll save it for later in the week. It's a cool opening minute, but I feel like like lots of movies about journeys open with like a, a big shot of the ship or the spaceship or whatever. Yeah, maybe that's know. what he did. He just watched a bunch of like uh, travel movies. <laughs> <laughs> He should have like, like, Nate, like been under the water and shown the ship going over the top of it like Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> that actually would have been pretty awesome. It would have this, t- like you could have gotten the scope of it by because it would have taken so long for it to go over it. Yeah, if you could. If this movie had opened today, it would have like jumped right into like there'd be some type of like pre-action sequence or something. Like Jack would have been a bar fight or something. <laughs> Which we get yeah. to, we get to soon enough. Well, kind of right. a bar fight. Uh, yep. Everyone's uh, waving goodbye, which uh, is essentially what our friends and family uh, did to us before we started recording this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend for the better left part me. of a year. <laughs> I, I, we're, we're taking a break until recording is over. So, uh, uh, please don't date my girlfriend between now and late next year. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's. People are like, oh. Uh, where's Joe? And she's like, oh, he's off to sea. If, <laughs> if anybody see. sees the Titanic <laughs> yes. Minute account, like weirdly um, stalking uh, a young woman online, it's I'm just making sure nobody talks to my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, she's my rose. <laughs> I is, is her heart a deep ocean of secrets? Mm. <laughs> just like the real rose uh she's not willing to share anything with me for like <laughs> yeah we- <laughs> this is tough because we don't we don't have any uh we don't have any people yet on this role i know you i know you love this joke because there's no dialogue but i think we we're at our best when we can really dig into uh into characters much like james cameron <laughs> I, that's really all I want to talk about. I find him to be one of the most fascinating people in in the movie world. I I just cannot figure him out. Yeah. You know he's Canadian. Yep. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure what that means. 
Uh, all right. Well, I, I'm trying to think if I've, I don't have anything else on on this on, um, on this minute where nothing happens. <laughs> all right. I I have something of kind of a broader that I who may if people like this or maybe if I like it and people don't, I don't care. But uh, <laughs> so much as uh, Bill Paxton as Brock combs the depths of the oceans for mm-hmm. historical relics. I have combed the archives of the Titanic news group uh, oh, no. postings online. Like it's uh, like the uh, alt dot Titanic user group. How, are, how, how far back does this go? Oh, it go, it's forever. Cause they're all archived at Google. And this is just as in Titanic. So, I mean, you can go, you go to groups, uh, Google groups and just search for stuff. You'll find stuff. But so I went back and there's actually two groups because it's funny because there's actually a little bit of a skirmish between oh, the no. bands. <laughs> so there was alt.history.ocean-liners.titanic and that group was around way before the movie. Sure. And they and they got really mad when Titanic came out and like all these uh newbies jumped on board. <laughs> and so there was a lot of tension. There, there wasn't room on the lifeboat for them. Yeah. And uh there's a lot a lot of it is just the the old timers are complaining that James Cameron isn't historically accurate and the new timers are talking about shut up it's the greatest movie ever and so eventually it got spun off into alt.movies.titanic but but anyway I've I've used the the wayback machine to get some choice comments okay and this one actually is not from too far back it's from 2012 but I think it's a good comment and I, I just wanted to get your takes on this for the movie as a whole. This comment is from Tibetan Monkey, the, be- <laughs> the beach cruiser philosopher. What? <laughs> this is his handle. That's his whole handle? Yes. Say it one more time, please. Uh, Tibetan- make sure you're not making it up. you got to say it again. We're gonna yeah, like when you have a fake ID and they're like, <laughs> your birthday? Yeah. Uh Tibetan monkey, one word, like the country or the Tibet. Tibetan monkey, <laughs> the beach cruiser philosopher. Okay, okay, and this and this is his this is his very brief but poignant comment. He says, "The Titanic was the last romantic ship." So, you know, I'm uh, interested. That's a good good start. The love boat begs to differ. <laughs> so, but but anyway, he's got a good opening thesis. Mm-hmm. And I'm on board thus far. I want to hear more. Mm-hmm. Then he says, and romanticism sank with it. Oh. That's why we cry so much over it. <laughs> and now here, here's where it gets really genius level. Today, a boat is just a tourist attraction with girls in bikini. <laughs> and I read it as written, with girls in bikini singular. <laughs> well, I don't. He closes off. We should build Titanic replicas and only admit classic people. Oh, but that's only my humble opinion. Oh, oh man, that oh, is that's, that's got to be code for a few different things. Like, <laughs> man, free to free Tibet. So Tibetan monkey, beach cruiser, philosopher. This the Titanic was the end of romanticism, and that's why we cry about it. Well, I think. <laughs> interesting food for thought yes (laughs) i do love the instagram filter that cameron used for this opening footage (laughs) 
if this movie was made a little later, it would have had a. You're right. It would have had a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy cranking the camera would have been like twirling around and looking into it. I'm actually surprised it's not James Cameron cranking that camera. <laughs> Real quick, Duff, where can people go to you know maybe uh, follow us on the on the socials? Uh, we are on the Facebook and the Twitter. Uh, both handles are Titanic Minute, one word. Uh, we have a website, titanicminute.com, and uh, you can also email us at titanicminute at gmail. All right. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> All right. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, Minute 2. Minute <laughs> 2.